Good evening. This is Pastor Bill at Solid Rock Bible Church here in Reno, Texas. <clears throat> Just wanted to bring you a, a message this evening. Uh, we have a lot of people that seem like they're starting to kind of ask questions that, well, I'll put it like this. There are people that have really never gone to church before. They really don't know what the Bible says, but they're beginning to hear some things now, and they're starting to ask questions, and that's a good thing, that they're beginning to want to know some things, some things they're hearing, and the things they have heard, but they're not sure of it. And one of the questions I think asked that I know that I've had asked me is uh, what is this great white throne judgment that I hear about in the Bible and I've heard other people talk about it? What is it? Well, to start out with, uh, first of all, revelations means a revealing. It's revealing something that hasn't happened yet that is going to happen. That's what Revelations is. It's something that has not happened, but it's something that God says is going to happen. And God is warning us ahead of time about what is taking place. He said, be ready, for this is what is coming. And Revelations, a whole lot of it is all about God's wrath that he's going to pour out on all the ungodly people that have never accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and as their Savior. That have mocked him, made fun of him, laughed at him, scorned him. You know, they just just flat not believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And God's wrath is going to be poured out in a way that they could not even begin to imagine. Matter of fact, over in the Bible it says that the tribulation is a time that has never been and it will never be again. That we have never seen anything like it and we'll never... So, the great white throne judgment... Well, let me just put it like this. In the book of Revelations, the Apostle John is given visions by Jesus Christ himself on what is going to take place in the future. And one of the visions that John received, we're going to find it over in Revelations chapter 20. And it concerns a judgment that will take place after Christ's second coming back to earth. After Jesus returns back to earth and Satan is, uh, well, he's in prison for a thousand years. And during that time, Christ will rule as king upon this earth. And this is a time often you've heard it probably referred to as the millennial reign of Christ. Millennial is just simply a thousand. Christ is going to reign on earth for a thousand years. Then once that thousand years is completed, Satan will be released. He'll go out into the world, wreak havoc, try to gather the nations together to come in a final battle against Christ. Satan is released, and the last human rebellion against God will be crushed. God will crush that rebellion. And then Satan is sentenced forever or for all eternity to what the Bible simply calls the lake of fire. You can read about this in in Revelations chapter 20 verses 7 through 10. And uh, we're talking about the great white throne judgment which is going to take place at the end 
of all this. And it says, uh, here, it, it kind of it describes what the revelation, what the great white throne judgment is in Revelations chapter 20, verses 11 through 15. And I'm going to read this to you, and you're going to get an idea of what this judgment is. It says, this is John speaking right now. He says, Then I saw a great white throne, and him who was seated on it, him who is seated on it is Jesus Christ. And from his presence, earth and sky fled away, and no place was found for them. He says, and then I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne. They were standing before the throne to be judged for their deeds and for their lifestyle, the way they lived, and for their unbelief. It said, and books were opened. I want you to remember this right here. Books were opened, because I'm going to come back to that here in just a few minutes. Then another book was opened, which is called the Book of Life, or the book, you know, the Lamb's Book of Life. It said, and the dead were judged by what was written in the books according to what they had done. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. So those who died at sea or were buried at sea, they rose up. They come back to life to be judged. Death and Hades gave up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one of them, according to what they had done. Then death and Hades, or death and hell, were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he also was thrown into the lake of fire. I'll just put it like this. Is your name in the Lamb's book of life? Is it wrote down in the Lamb's book of life? This event that we just read about is what is called the great white throne judgment. And Jesus is the one doing the judging over all the dead. And see, Jesus told us about this in, uh, in uh, uh, John 5, uh, verse 22. He said, this is Jesus speaking. He said, the Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son. God has given all judgment over to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ will be the one sitting on the, on the great white throne doing the judging, doing the sentencing. And this will also be the last and final judgment of God upon all men. This is going to be the last judgment. And after this judgment, there will never need to be a judgment again. This judgment will be the last and the final judgment of all time. We mentioned a while ago, like I told you to remember, the books that they talk about. He said, and we mentioned about the books earlier. No one knows for certain what is contained in those books mentioned in Revelation. Now, we got ideals. People think they know what it is. And I, kind of, I agree with, with it, really. It says, Many theologians believe that the books contain all of our sins committed in this life. Remember, it said that, that the books contain the things that they had done. And, the, and it contained all of our sins that, that, that were committed in this life and the debt owed to those in whom they had wronged. 
including God. Now, in the times of the Romans, I'm going to show you kind of where they get this idea. In the times of the Roman soldiers and the Roman government going on, every criminal who was crucified on a cross, he had a letter telling of his crimes that was nailed above his head on that cross. It was stating what he had done. So everybody would know what kind of a person he was, what he had done, and why he was on that cross. And those who had been put in prison had a list of their crimes, the things that they had done outside their cell on the wall so people could read and see what they were guilty of. For these reasons, you know, the Bible commentators believe that the books at the great white throne judgment are the records of every single person's crimes against others and against God. And it only makes sense. You know, and we know a whole lot more about the book of life that is mentioned. It, it, we're told, according to Scripture, the book of life contains all the names of those who have trusted and have accepted God as their salvation and have been saved by God's judgment. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will not stand before this judgment seat, the great white throne judgment. However, you will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. But that has nothing to do with your salvation. The, when you stand before the judgment seat of Christ, you know what that is? Jesus is judging you on what type of rewards you will get for the things that you did for others and for Christ, for serving Him here on this earth. You're going to be rewarded for your, for your time of serving Jesus Christ. And uh, <clears throat> the Bible makes it clear though, I want you to listen. The Bible makes it clear that no person will spend eternity with God based on their works. You can go out and do all the great things, helping people, doing this and that, but if you've never accepted Jesus Christ, you cannot get into heaven. Because it is only by faith in Christ that saves you. It's your faith in Christ, not the things you do. When you accept Jesus Christ, you normally should want to witness to others, to help others, to do good things in others' lives. But you've accepted Christ and you're doing it for Christ and not for yourself. You're trying to show others Jesus Christ, His love for them, so they will in turn turn around and accept Christ into their life. You know, in Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, verifies what I just said. You cannot get into heaven by your works. Listen to what it says. It says, For by grace you are saved through faith, and not that of yourselves. It's not what you do. It's not your works. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. You do good works, you're saying, Well, I did it. Look what I did. I got all I got myself into heaven all by myself. No, you did not. 
because by your works you cannot get into heaven. You can only get into heaven through your faith and your trust and accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior. You know, it tells us, and Jesus said, For I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life, and no man comes unto the Father but through me. You cannot get to God until you come through Jesus Christ and accept Him as your Lord and as your Savior. Otherwise, you are lost for all eternity and cast into the lake of fire. In other words, you're going to be cast into a burning hell for all eternity. But all who have accepted Christ will escape the great white throne judgment. That's what I just said a while ago. Because their deaths and transgressions or sins have been paid for by Christ. When Christ went to the cross, what did he do? He took all of your sins upon himself. He took your sins and gave you his righteousness. That's what you have. You don't have any righteousness of your own. The only righteousness you have is that of Jesus Christ that he gave you and took your sins. You know, Paul talks about this in Colossians chapter 2, verse 13 through 14. Listen to what Paul is saying. And you who were dead in your trespasses or dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our sins or trespasses by canceling the record of our debt. But he canceled our sins. He got rid of them. When we accept Jesus Christ, it tells us that, that, that God no longer remembers those sins. He doesn't throw them back up to us years later. We do it, oh yeah, I remember when you did this. You know. He does not remember those sins. He says he casts those sins as far as the east is from the west and never remembers them again. Not like man, is it? Every time you do something wrong, man brings it up. When you do something right, well, most times they forget about that, though. You know, but they canceled the record of death that stood against us with its legal demands or the law. This he set aside by nailing it to the cross when he nailed his son, Jesus Christ, to that cross, and we accepted that and believed it by faith, our sins were forgiven, never more to be remembered against us. And in the end, when the time comes, that great white throne judgment shows that God's justice will be done for those who have not accepted Christ. God's judgment will take place, but those that will stand before him are those who have not accepted Christ. That justice will be terrifying, and it's going to be final, and, for, and, and it will be for all eternity. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ, when you stand before God, he has to look at you and say, you have been found guilty, and you're cast into the lake of fire for all eternity. See, all through right now, we're told how not to be judged. How to bypass the great white throne judgment? Very simple. By accepting and believing by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, then you will not be judged at this great white throne and thrown into hell, but you will be you will spend all eternity in heaven with Jesus Christ. You know, if you haven't yet received Christ as your Savior and as your Lord, I'd ask you to pray to Him right now. Ask for your forgiveness of your sins and escape this certain judgment. It's, going to, it's, it's coming. 
It's coming. It's going to happen. God said it was going to happen. If God said it's going to happen, you can count on it. You can believe it. Take it to the bank. It's going to happen. So I'm just going to tell you right now, just right flat, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ, that is the only way to heaven for all eternity. If you neglect Christ at that great white throne judgment, you will be judged, you will be found guilty, and you will be cast into the lake of fire for all eternity. See, the choice is ours. A lot of people say, why would a loving God send me to hell? God didn't send you to hell. You had a choice. You sent yourself to hell because of your unbelief. You have to believe. You have to know in your heart and not doubt that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died on the cross for your sin. He arose on that third day. And that He truly is God's Son. And through Him and what He did on that cross, you have been totally forgiven for all of your sin. For it tells us in the Bible, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. That's why Christ had to shed His blood. He was the perfect sacrifice. He had no spot. He had no blemish. He had no sin. He was perfect. And when He died for you, your sins and you accepted Him, your sins were automatically gone. They disappeared. God removed them, and He'll never remember them again. Have you accepted Christ today? Is Christ your Savior? I would advise you right now, and I think the times are getting very close, if you'll just look around at everything that's going on in this world right now, God says, and I will come as a thief in the night. He's going to come when we least expect it. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm going to ask you right now. I want to pray. If you, want, if you would like to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, would you pray this prayer with me? <clears throat> Father, I come into your presence. And I want to accept your Son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and as my Savior. I believe, Lord, that He came. He died for my sins. He took my sins away. Now I have no sins through the, blood, through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. I am free. I belong to you. Just like Jesus said, for we were bought with a price. You know what that price was? It was the price of the death of God's only begotten Son because He so loved us. If you can believe that God sent His Son to die for your sins, and He did this, and then He rose again, and you can have that kind of faith, God says, I have forgiven you, you are free. You will not stand before the judgment seat, the great white throne judgment seat. For I have found you not guilty and you are belong to me. You are now a child of God. God's your Father. And He loves you. And He wants you in heaven with Him, not in a burning hell. So the choice is up to you. He gave us a free will. And He gave us a choice I hope you make the right choice except Jesus Christ. Well, I want to thank you for being here tonight or this evening. And uh, just know that I bring these type of messages in because I care about you. I care what's going to happen in your life. I care about the judgment. And I want you in heaven. I want you in heaven. So, until next week. This is Pastor Bill saying, God bless each and every one of you. I love you. God loves you. So just let us have a real quick prayer. Father, I thank you for the ones that are here. 
tonight that heard this message. I thank you mostly for the ones that accepted it and believed in it have accepted you as their Lord and Savior. Thank you, God, for what you are doing right now. Because, Lord, we know that you have spoken your word and you said your word will not return to you void, but it will accomplish that what you sent it out to do. So, Lord, when you send out your word, it will take place. It will be accomplished. Thank you, Father, for loving us, for being our God, for sending your Son. Lord, just put your hedge of protection around us. Watch over us. Keep us safe. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. God bless y'all. I'll see you next week. Have a great week. Bye-bye.